0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. This is a place where I talk about health, wellness, nutrition, all types of things. And we really dive into yeah, just a wide variety of topics. And today I am doing another question and answer. The last one I did in October did really well. I got a lot of submissions. I got a lot of positive feedback, got a lot of listeners as well. So I really want to try and bring this More often, for just because I think it's helpful, and I know the podcast that I listen to when they do question and answers, I love it. So I want to bring that to you. So that's what we're doing today. Another episode. If you're interested in the show notes, this is episode 76. So go to my website, and you can go to podcast and see all my sponsors there, all the show notes, anything else that you're kind of looking but before we get started, shout out to our sponsors this week, Inside Tracker and Hana. So, Inside Tracker is the company that I get tested with in terms of looking at my mineral, vitamin and hormone levels. I have done it twice this year. Yeah, twice. And I actually just had my partner do it and it showed that some of his hormones were off, like primarily his testosterone. And so I actually created a full plan for him. Like I would, if he was my client, and that focused on like nutrition recommendations, supplement recommendations, lifestyle recommendations for someone with lower testosterone and It's been really interesting to see the changes. So we're going to retest and kind of look at his levels again soon, because I think it's so important to get tested, because otherwise you're just like guessing in the dark. And Inside Tracker is my favorite company to do it with, because they send your tests right to your house. Like you don't even have to leave. It's blood work. So they just come and take your blood and then you get your results. They even have an app. They even do a biological age test. So they're my favorite because they're very, very holistic and wholesome and yeah, just like full spectrum, which I really appreciate. And then the other sponsor is Hana and they create like beautiful, so tasty powders that you add to your coffee and also supplements. I'm currently using their immunity booster powder right now and it's really nice because it's actually made with coconut milk powder. So it's very creamy, it has a lot of flavor and I really... (laughs) Really want to support my immune system right now with everything going on. And so I think that's quite a big priority for a lot of us actually. So if you're looking for an easy way to do that, I would definitely suggest something like a powder that you just add right to your keto coffee, your bulletproof coffee, whatever it is. It beats like taking another supplement. It's just a a nice, a nicer way to do it, I would say. But yeah, without further ado, let's like dive right in. So I got a few questions that were actually quite similar which is interesting because that didn't happen last time. So I'm going to pull these up. I have them on my phone here. So Tiago and Tatiana both asked about insomnia. How to help people with insomnia? What protocol do you recommend? What are your top recommendations for sleep? So this is interesting because I think biohackers are super into sleep. It's one of the pivotal things that we focus on. And I include myself in that. I really, really started focusing on my sleep in 2019 when I first got my aura ring. I kind of knew that my sleep wasn't that great at that point, but I didn't know how bad it was until I saw the data. And so it really, really shifted the way that I treat nighttime, the way that I treat light, the way that I treat my body, all these different things. So if you don't have an aura ring, and you can afford one, I suggest you get one or something similar. I think they have a $50 off promo right now. I don't know. But I just ordered the the new generation, so we'll see how that new one goes. But there's a lot that you can do aside from ordering an Aura ring, right? Like the thing is even if you order an Aura ring, it's actually not going to fix your sleep problem. It just provides the data of what's going on with your sleep. So even if you have one, what do you do to get better sleep? So I'd love to start, I think, with the environment. This is the biggest component for myself and the most changes that I've made. So reducing your blue light at night. Now, people hear this and they actually don't do it. I When I go to people's houses at nighttime and it feels like it's literally noon, like it's The middle of the day in their apartment or in their house, and it's like 8 p.m. or 10 p.m., I like, I have to leave. Like, I cannot stand it. Your home should feel like nighttime when it's nighttime. Reduce the lights, use candles, reduce the blue lights, turn off everything. Like, it should feel like nighttime in your place because that's how you're actually going to start getting ready for bed blue light blocks melatonin release and melatonin is our sleep hormone. So we want our melatonin to be triggered. We want it to be working on a natural cycle and to be like, hi, when we're going to sleep so we can go to sleep fast, right? So definitely watch your blue light. I use red lights in my apartment. So I use the ones by True Light which is like the sister company of TrueDark, if you know what TrueDark is. These are great because they don't emit any EMF. Before this, I was using Philips Hue lights and they work on an app with your phone. And so they use Bluetooth and they just like emit so much EMF that I couldn't use them anymore. So getting red light bulbs is a great idea. You can also just turn your lights off and use candles. Like you do not need to invest in lights if you don't want to but it's just about dimming what you do have and like using candles instead. On top of this, I also use blue light blocking glasses. Now, blue light blocking glasses are so interesting because I think when I first got into biohacking, like official biohacking in 2018, there was like one or two brands out there that were doing this. And now there are so many. Like The blue light blocking glasses game is like, like there are so many. So if you're gonna buy blue light blocking glasses, my suggestion is to do your research and read the reviews and be very picky about the ones that you buy. If you're buying ones that are for nighttime, they should be very, very dark and very red. They shouldn't be orange. They shouldn't be like a light red. They should be very, very red. Like they should block out all of the blue light. So everywhere you look is only red. That's how you know it's a good pair. You do get like transition glasses that are for like evening, which are great too. But if you're going to get anything, just get one pair and make sure that they're very, very red. You can also DM me and I'll give you my personal brand. Recommendations for that. So yeah, so I wear glasses. I have red lights. I have candles. So it's the environment is really really important uh, for sleep. And this is like not even when you're sleeping. This is like prior to sleep. Like this is what you want to be doing two hours beforehand. And in addition to that, is no eating before bed. Like I, I I know people love to snack. I I know we love like Netflix and snacking late at night. And I get it, but this is not providing the optimal space for you to sleep well, right? Like your body needs time to digest food. It can't go to bed with this like full stomach. And then you have this great sleep while your body is like trying to digest all of this food in your stomach. So I always suggest to clients like take two hours beforehand and stop eating. I mean, you can have tea, you can have water, you can have, you know, something light, I guess, but ideally you really want to be like, you don't want to be stuffed. You don't want to feel full when you're going to bed. Like that should, that feeling should have passed already. So just be mindful of that. There are sleep supplements that you can take. So things like melatonin, 5-HTP, herbal blends. Like I have a bunch of sleep supplements And I typically take one that is more full spectrum. So I like something that has all of that in it, like 5-HTP, melatonin, and different herbs in it, because I think that works best for me. Some people like to just take one or the other, but I like a full spectrum one. And again, I I would have to go grab the brand that I'm taking right now. But if you are interested in a supplement like that, I can tell you the one that I use. I don't have any (laughs) affiliations with them, but- I'm still happy to like, obviously give a recommendation. So that's kind of what I would do is like, start with the environment, take a sleep supplement an hour beforehand. And then also once we're getting closer to bed now, like, what are you doing right before you go to sleep? So I typically watch Netflix at night and then I, with all the lights off (laughs) with the blue blocking glasses, and then I'll read before bed. And so reading's really great because Obviously, it's there's no light coming from the screen. So, I don't use a audible, not audible, whatever, a Kindle. I don't use any of that type of thing. Like, I just use real books and I read before bed and I always try it's kind of hard, but I try to read things that aren't related to my life, if that makes sense. So, I have so many health books and so many business books and I love them, but There's something about reading them before bed that just triggers ideas and thoughts and things you should be doing and could be doing and how to level up your life and blah, blah, blah. So I'm finding right now that I need to be switching off and just reading like total, total fantasy, like nothing to do with me. And so actually the books that I want to get, I was just watching this TV show. I think it's called The Discovery of Witches. Yeah. So there's this TV show out there that has it. I think there's three books. I could be wrong. But this, I love the TV show. It's so good. And I love the main actress in it too. So I want those books and I want them for this exact reason of like not thinking about anything, not thinking about my life and really just escaping before I go to sleep. So I would definitely recommend half an hour of reading before you go to bed, lights low, ideally something like you know, fantasy or something like that. The other things that we can look at as well is like the temperature in the room. So we, like my partner and I, we don't put the heater on in our bedroom, in our master suite at all. Not even during the day, obviously, like we're not even in here during the day. So no no heater on so it's cold and then we also have a fan that we even use during the winter it is a Dyson air purifier so it's nice cuz it obviously cleans the air as well and we just put it on like 5 out of 10 or something like that and it makes it cold and we need that right like everyone knows what it's like to try and sleep in the heat and how sticky it is and how crappy it can be so Keeping it, keeping your room cold, I think the ideal temperature is 68 degrees, which is I think around 20 degrees Celsius for Canadians or anyone else listening who works in that temperature. Yeah, so colder probably than you think. Some people get like a chili pad, which is like this pad that you put on your bed that makes your bed cold. I don't have one of those. I mean, I would try it, but I haven't gotten out of my way to get one. So yeah, that's something else you could try but definitely a cold, dark room. It's basically like you want to be sleeping in a cave, right? So it really just needs to be, it needs to feel like that. So we also have blackout curtains as well. So no light from the street is coming in and I, yeah, I'm just so anal about it. I've really taken the time to like get the products I need and make this kind of like cave for sleep, this cold, dark Cave. Yeah. And then the other things like I do as well is like I wear earplugs so I block any noise that can come through. Like there's a train by our house that has trains that go at nighttime and like cargo trains. So I use the earplugs. I also have an eye mask as well, again, because I just want to block out all that light. And I have one that kind of like bubbles over your eyes, which is really nice. So it actually doesn't impact your skin or make like your eyelids sweaty or anything like that. So it's it's really like breathable, which I like. And yeah, that's what I love. And the other things that come to mind as well is exercise. So really just trying to avoid like intense exercise Two to three hours before bed. Ideally, you want to be working out. There's so many different opinions on this, but whether it's morning or afternoon, like ideally, you want to wrap up probably around five, maybe six o'clock latest so that, again, you have time to wind down. Like if you're doing it, intense exercise, you feel so energized afterwards. You feel so like you have endorphins and you have all of these different hormones that are releasing because of all of the effort that you just did. Right. And so having that at nighttime is like contradictory to Melatonin release to feeling sleepy and calm. It's one thing if you're doing like yoga for an hour before bed, it's a different thing if you're like going on your peloton or going to a spin class or playing a game of hockey at at 7 p.m., right? So, yeah, so just be mindful of the exercise component. And then last but not least, I would say something that works well for other people, which doesn't, I don't personally. Love is using something like a binaural beats. So I'm on the stand of like, I love white noise. I love the fan sound. I like, I don't want to hear music when I'm sleeping, but some people do love binaural beats. And there's a ton of playlists on Spotify or YouTube that you can use for that. And it's very, very calming music. We actually, I have a dog named Moose and he like struggles sleeping in our new place because I think he it's just it's much bigger than our old place so I think he is gets like spooked easily so we actually have this like dog playlist we put on at night now I think it's called like dog sleep beats or something like that on Spotify and it's like 15 hours of music and ever since we've started putting that on a little speaker in our living room where he sleeps like No longer does he bark in the middle of the night. He doesn't wake up. He sleeps so well now, which means I sleep so well. (laughs) So again, like obviously some people respond really well to that type of thing. So you can experiment with that. So in general, like those are my recommendations. I would say for both of these people who reached out with these questions, it depends on the problem that you're dealing with, right? Are you waking up a lot at night? Are you not getting enough deep sleep? Are you Waking up and not being able to go back to sleep. There's different sleep issues that you can have. So, I would have to like have a consultation with you and talk about this. And I just have further questions on like specifically what are you dealing with and what do you need help with? Like, the recommendations I gave are for general sleep problems, but there's probably more specific things that we can do based on your lifestyle. Your nutrition and everything like that to help you sleep better. So, definitely reach out and let's talk about that. I'd love to quickly pause this episode to talk to you about your immune health. How are you supporting it? I'm currently doing a bunch of holistic self care practices and biohacks, but I've also been looking at supplements lately, especially in the last year and a half to two years. Immunity is such a hot topic and something I think we've all been focusing on. I'm taking more of a holistic approach to my supplements rather than just having a singular supplement like a specific vitamin or mineral. I want something effective, natural, and easy to use as well. I recently started using Coffee Boost Immunity by Hana, which is a blend of herbs that support and nourish the immune system. It's a powder that tastes amazing because it's actually blended with coconut milk powder. So I add this right to my Bulletproof coffee every morning. So it's super easy to use and tastes really good. It has herbs in it like ashwagandha, holy basil, amla, and gaduchi, which strongly support our immune system through their adaptogenic antioxidant and anti-inflammatory effects. If you're looking for something more holistic like this, something easy to use by just adding to your coffee every day or tea, but you do want something that strongly supports the immune system and is research backed, this is what I suggest. Hana's coffee boost immunity is so, so good and so, honestly, tastes amazing. What I also love about their brand is that they focus on sourcing and purity. So they have herb collectors in places like India and Kingdom of Bhutan, and they also don't add any preservatives or fillers, which is really important because I want a product that's research backed, but I also want something that's natural and clean as well. So if you're interested in trying this, I highly recommend it. You can use my discount code, which is Biohacking Brittany in all capitals, for 15% off your order, excluding a couple of products. And you can get that through the link in my show notes or on my website. You can also message me as well if you need this link on Instagram or through email. So that is Biohacking Britney in all capitals for 15% off. Okay, so moving on to our next question. This is the question I get asked so often. Every time I go on a podcast, someone else's podcast, this is what I get asked. Where is it? Here it is. So Christina, she says, what is the first thing someone should start to do to start biohacking their bodies? Yeah, this is the number one thing I get asked when I get interviewed. And my answer is always the same. So as great as it is to make changes to your sleep like we just talked about, or nutrition, or exercise, or lifestyle, whatever it is, it doesn't really make sense to start there without being aware of what you're dealing with in the first place. So my number one recommendation to everybody who is starting to biohack is to increase your awareness of your body and your health. A lot of people Don't actually know what's going on and actually aren't aware that they might be dealing with certain symptoms and signs. So sometimes I have clients who, on their intake form, they'll say, like, oh, their gut health is perfect. There's no issues. And then when we hop on a call and I'm like, hey, like, how are your bowel movements? Do you get bloated? Do you get gas? Like, how's your skin? Like, and and all these things that are related to the gut. They actually have a lot of answers and a lot of symptoms, and they had no idea that that was not normal, right? They kind of got to this point, and, they, and we've all been there where you're like, oh, maybe I'm just getting older. Maybe it's normal for me to experience bloating every time I eat, or maybe it's normal for me to take half an hour in the bathroom every time I need to go, right? Like, we kind of just start narrating the story in our heads of what's going on with our body and our health. Um, and that's not necessarily true. So always when you're looking at biohacking and you're saying to yourself, like, I want to be healthier. It's time to change. The new year is coming out. New year, new me, all of that. And you're like ready to like actually put in the work and the time. You have to start with awareness. And there's different ways that you can do this. I suggest people start like writing a journal or having a piece of paper with them and they just write on it throughout the day. So if you're interested in things like gut health or digestion or skin, right? Like starting to track what's going on. What food are you eating? What, like, how are you feeling? How energized are you feeling? How's your libido? Like all of these different things and really starting to take a look at like, actually how you're doing throughout the day. So that's where I would start because what what happens then is if you increase that awareness, say you do it for a week, even just a week, right? Or even not even writing it down, just suddenly starting to be more mindful and watching yourself, right? And seeing how you're feeling, then you can start looking at biohacks or work with somebody like myself or somebody else and say, "Yeah, for some reason I get bloated every time I eat" eggs, I don't know, whatever it is. So it's, it's just, then you have a starting point where you can work from and you can improve from, because otherwise we don't really know where you're at. And so what goes hand in hand with this is getting testing done and quantifying yourself. So a big part of biohacking is this idea of quantified self, where you do tests and you get your minerals tested, or you get your hormones tested, or your gut health tested from like Viome or something like that. And you kind of have data on yourself and you have somewhere to build from. So yeah, that's what I would do. And that's what I would recommend. And then you can go from there and make a plan and look at nutrition, supplements, lifestyle, biohacks, all of these different things to like level up from where you are. But first we need to figure out where you are. And that's a great qu- question from Christina. I really appreciate that. And if you are you like yourself, like wanting to get into biohacking, definitely respond to me or DM me and I will help you further. And we can kind of talk about what awareness looks like for you. It's also different for females too. Like your cycle impacts so much how your body feels, how it looks, how it functions. So becoming aware of your cycle and how maybe your symptoms are relating to your cycle, which is very much the case for most women, is another great thing to think about as well. So let's chat further for sure. I'd love to quickly interrupt this podcast to ask you, do you know your biological age? Do you know your current hormone, vitamin, and mineral levels? Honestly, it's hard to know what's going on internally without getting tested. And traditionally, you'd have to go through your doctor or your healthcare provider to order these tests, go into a lab, and it would be a whole ordeal. It would take a while as well. For me personally, this has always been a hurdle for understanding what is actually going on and how to optimize my biomarkers and even know my biological age in the first place. Thankfully though, we can order a at-home test from Inside Tracker that lets us do this. It tests for your biological age, your hormone, mineral and vitamin levels. This is a very very comprehensive test that lets you get a ton of data from a single kit without having to go to a doctor or go to a lab or really leave your house. If you're looking for the ultimate blood test, try Inside Tracker which includes testing 43 different biomarkers and the option to test your inner age and your DNA. You can use my discount code, BiohackingBritney, for 25% off all of their products. And you can go through there through the link in my show notes or my website and get tested today. Okay, the next question I got was very interesting. This is from Elisa Deb K.? That's your handle. She says, my dad has a mysterious rash slash contact dermatitis, and he has eliminated all the obvious reasons and he still has had it for the last couple of months. Any ideas? He is a beekeeper and eats whole food, plant-based diet, no added sugar, no processed food, no alcohol. Okay. So great, great question. This is interesting because I feel like I've dealt with this as well. And I know other people who have dealt with this. So there's kind of like some practical things that you can do. And then there's also there's also like kind of looking at the root cause of what's going on. So to start like practically, like the number one thing that I would recommend is looking at your products and the water that you're exposed to. So shower filters are a must if you're having any skin issues or even just in general, you can get them on Amazon. I just got new ones for our new place. They're not even expensive at all. You get ones that are like, I think they have like 10 filters in them, 20 filters in them, and they reduce so much of the harsh chemicals and crap that's in our water. So- like hormones from all of the birth control everyone's taking has leaked into the water. There's pesticides, there's um, herbicides from all of the crop, like from farms. Like there's just so many chemicals in our water that we really need to be filtering it out. Ideally, everyone would have an amazing at home, like full home filtered system. But that's really expensive. And a lot of us don't have access to that as well. Like if you're in a, an apartment or something like that. So, a shower filter, as well as a bath filter, if you take baths, is a great idea. And this will reduce the amount of toxins that your dad is exposed to. And that can irritate the skin, right? It makes the water softer and just much, much nicer. So, definitely do that. And then gluten as well. So, I'm going to guess that your dad is probably not eating gluten. I'm not sure you said no added sugar, processed foods, or alcohol. So if he is eating gluten, take it out. It's super inflammatory. A lot of people I know have gotten rashes from overexposure to gluten for a very long time. So gluten is also just like so GMO'd at this point. It's got a ton of pesticides on it, glyphosate, everything like that. So it's very, very inflammatory in the body. So I would be very aware of gluten as well. And then in terms of products, like we have to think about everything that touches the skin, right? So what are you doing? What are you using for your laundry? Like what what soap, what laundry detergent are you using? Is it like quote unquote green laundry detergent? Does it have uh, BPA's in it? Or does it have phthalates in it? There's like this whole list of sulfates, there's a whole list of things that it should not have in it. So I would switch all laundry products to a brand that is very, very clean. And you can research this. There's a ton. Just make sure like it's actually legit and not like tied green version because like they're just greenwashing their products to try and get you to buy them. Like actually use a brand that is rooted in being a clean product. I don't use any of those like (laughs) green versions from main brands because it's just BS and I don't trust them. So Yeah, just be aware of that. And then also any other body products that you're using or your dad's using, like body wash, body lotion, anything for shaving, anything like that, anything that you're putting on your skin should be, again, green, clean, and not have much chemicals in it as possible, as natural as possible. And the way that you can do that, this is what I do. So I actually use an app. I think a lot of people use this. It's called Think Dirty. And when you open it, I'm opening it right now. They have almost 2 million products listed in this app. So you go and you search for the name, brand, or manufacturer, and it will give you A score out of 10 of how healthy and green or clean your product actually is. The higher the score, the worse it is. So you really want to buy products under uh, three, ideally like a one or two is the greenest. So I use that and there's reviews on there. And what's interesting is they actually have the list of ingredients that's in the product that you're buying and it will flag which ones. And it'll show you exactly what the problem is with that product. So it's not just this like random score. It like goes through all of it and says, okay, this is why this is scored this way, which I really appreciate. So if you're buying new products, get a check through there. And also, anyone listening, if you're ever buying makeup, they have a ton of makeup products on there. And so I run all my makeup brands through there as well because I want to make sure that they're legit healthy and not just... (laughs) Again, greenwashing or trying to be like natural when they're really not. So I would check your makeup through there. So that's like things that you can do that are very practical. And then aside from that, I would really look at the root cause. So we have to talk about what is causing the rash in the first place. Is it something that your skin is exposed to or your dad's skin is exposed to? Absolutely, it could be. But it could also be something that's going on internally. A lot of the time with skinny issues, it's actually a gut issue. And I know this because I've had hives, I've had rashes, I've had acne, I've had a wide range of different skin things over my years. And I it always comes back to the gut. So assess if your dad's gut is actually healthy. And there's different ways that you can do this. You can do it through working with somebody like myself or another nutritionist, or you can get a biome test done, which which is a very, very comprehensive test on your gut health and what's going on in there. Because we really want a strong gut. We want a healthy microbiome. And so there's so many things that we can talk about here. So Really, I encourage you to let me know if you have further questions about this. And I would love to know more about your dad's health in terms of his gut health, because there's so much, so many recommendations that you can say that can be helpful. But at the same time, like I want to know more so I can give more specific details. So reach out and let's chat further about what it, your dad's gut health really looks like. Okay, so we have one last question. This one's interesting because it's less, I guess it's biohacking, but it's different. So, Megan VND on Instagram asks Best advice on forming positive habits, like getting business or work tasks completed for the day. So, this is interesting because I struggle with this myself. So, I think there's a couple things that come to mind here in terms of forming positive habits in general. So the first thing that comes to mind is we, again, we can do practical things of creating an environment for success. So what does that mean? So if we're talking about work and being like productive at work or school or something like that in your home, creating a space that allows for this to happen. So Having a desk that is organized and is a stand-up desk and you can sit in different ways and is kind of this like place in your home that allows you to be productive and focus, and not just like in a random corner or there's a lot of clutter or there's not enough bright lights or there's no window or it's stuffy. Like really just creating this space in your home if you're working from home for this like productivity to take place in the first place, I think is so important. If you go to an office, like same thing. Do you like your desk? Do you like where you're working? Is there photos of your family? Is there flowers or plants or something, right? Like really just creating this like space that you like going, I think is the first step for this type of thing. So that's like practically what I would say. Also, I would look at movement throughout the day. So I really like this idea of organic movement, organic daily movement that's kind of like happening right now of instead of going to the gym every morning at 6am, like we're also walking throughout the day and we're stretching and we're sitting and then we're standing and then we're sitting and we're moving our body. And it's just this like flow, which is like how we're supposed to be. So I like, that's what I like. And I think movement really, really can create energy in the body and can help us focus. So if you're kind of feeling tired and you're staring at your computer or your phone, I would take a break and go for a walk around the block. That's what I do. Take your dog for a walk, do jumping jacks, stretch. I've said this before, but I have a friend who works in an office downtown. And every time he goes to the bathroom, he literally does like squats and push-ups in the bathroom. Because he's just trying to like get the blood flowing and get energy flowing. So really asking yourself, like, how can you bring movement into your life more? Like just organic movement. I think as well, like I was watching, I don't know who it was. I think it was Cameron Diaz. I don't know if she was on an interview or something. And she was saying like every time, I think like she uses her microwave or maybe like the kettle's boiling or something like that in her kitchen she like does ups against the countertop, like on an angle just to get blood flowing and bring more movement in. And now it's just a habit that she does. So stuff like that. I don't think it needs to be super intense. I don't think it needs to be for a long time, but I think just like move more (laughs) and I need to do this too. Move more, create energy in the body, create flow, and it will help productivity. My other suggestions for productivity and like positive habits in general is I don't think, especially for women, I don't think that we can be super on it every single day. I think we flow and we flow with our cycles and we have weeks where we're really productive and we're really like having these positive, healthy habits, we're eating well, and we're working out and all of these things. And then I think we have weeks where we're tired and we don't want to work as hard. And we kind of just want to spend time on the couch and we, we need more rest. And I think we need to move towards understanding that that is okay. And that it's unrealistic for us to be the same every single day or every single week. I think we change too much. Our hormones change too much to expect that. So I think, yeah, I think from a productivity standpoint and from a positive habits standpoint, I think just removing high expectations of ourselves and allowing us to ebb and flow within them, I think is a great mindset shift to take. And that's what I try and do as well. Yeah, and I think in just in general, like on that note of releasing... High expectations. I think our society very much loves this idea of hustle and hard work and grind and and while it, it has its place, it's also just not sustainable. Like it is not sustainable for us to be grinding that hard every single day. And what happens when we do is that we burn out and our health suffers and our relationships suffer. Our our life in other areas suffers. And everyone listening has been there. Like You stop sleeping as well. Maybe you start gaining weight. Maybe your periods become irregular. Maybe you are irritated with your spouse all of the time or your kids all of the time and work-life balance goes out the window. So I think the expectations of This whole hustle culture is just not realistic, and I think we just need to remember that we can have weeks like that, and we can have weeks or seasons when we're not like that, and that's 100% okay, and that's 100% human to be like that, and I think that's totally fine. So I love to hustle, but I also have had negative impacts on my health from hustling and pushing myself too hard. So we really need to come back from that and create space to rest and to not work on weekends and to see friends and just switch off and take days off and take a vacation and take sick days, which a lot of people don't do, right? Like really creating this balance in our life and spending time in nature and away from work is what I'm all about. So I hope that's helpful. Again, if you have questions and you want to talk further about this, I would love to do that. And I'm here to help. Reach out to me. If anybody had any questions that I didn't answer, I think there were a few. We can talk further as well and send me more information, and I would love to help. And we can even talk on the phone or have a call over video call or something like that, and I can support you further. But yeah, thank you so much for listening this week. That's it for the QA. I'll probably do a new one in the new year oh my goodness tomorrow is december cannot believe this and yeah of course i'm always here for to help you can follow me on instagram if you don't already at biohacking britney and biohackingbritney.com is my website so have a good one and i'll catch you next week thanks for listening to another episode of biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbritney.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.